Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 161 of Parenting in Real Life. Today, we're going to be talking about our three unpopular parenting opinions, and you can see if you agree with us or not. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right, but most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Before we get started, we don't have a parenting in real life moment, but I did want to ask Alan a question because I keep seeing this question go around social media and I feel like you would have the opposite opinion of what people say. Bring it on. The question is, should teenagers trick or treat? Heck freaking no. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. People say yes? A hundred percent. So I feel like this is a thing going around Instagram right now. And... It's when teenage trick-or-treaters come, you should welcome them and be happy that they're there and give them treats because teenagers are in this weird stage of being older than children, but not quite adults. And so they want like, just let them hold on to their childhood a little bit longer. That's, that's the thing. (laughs) Multiple times. I've seen this a lot, even from people with like teenagers and they're like, yeah, let them do it. And I hate this so much. For most people, I'll read through the comments and most people agree. There are some who are like, uh, no, (laughs) like teenagers should not be trick or treating. This is for small children. So this is my deal. If I have a random teenager to come to my door, I'm not going to give them crap. I'm going to give them candy. Yeah. That said, if it's my teenager or a teenager that I know, well, I will give them crap. (laughs) It will be fun crap, but it will be crap. I'm just surprised that they would want to trick or treat because I feel like when I, by the time I was that age, I was going to like Halloween parties, you know, like people tend to do parties instead of trick or treating. Right. And so I'm just surprised that these, and maybe this is a generational thing where they aren't doing parties anymore. Are they still like feeling the effects of COVID and just not doing parties? I don't know, but I was just really surprised that this is going around right now. I'm like, wow. Okay. My friend growing up, Jordan Davies, he had, and still has the best mom. So great. Shelly Davies. She loved teenagers. And every Halloween she would have a party at their house. And I can't remember if it was that night or another night. I think she did pies. So she would like have dozens and dozens of pies. And so she would do pie night on Halloween, trying to attract all the teenagers to her house. Mm. They had an awesome big house, big yard. And I think she was just like, they could be a lot of places on Halloween and I'd love them to be in a place that I know is safe and good and wholesome. And so it, it was where everybody went and there was a ton of teenagers there and it was crazy, but like good, normal teenager crazy. So maybe we need to do that. Maybe we need to be the place where all the teenagers come. I like that. So, um, maybe it's the part of the parents too are like, no, we don't want to do parties. And yeah. so they're like, no, just let my kid trick or treat. Cause I don't want to put in the effort to do yeah. something else because yeah. it is effort. It's work, right? I teach a bunch of 14, 16 year olds at church. And we asked them this yesterday if they were going to trick or treat. And everybody said yes. Really? Everybody. They all said yes. Yep. They're like uh, free candy. (laughs) Who's too old for free candy? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) 
That's interesting. So maybe we'll see more. There has been a cultural shift. I, I definitely nobody was not nobody. There's definitely like the 14 year olds running around dumping people's bowls of candy into their bags. I think that's the biggest thing yeah. is it's not like they're like sweet and go up to the door and ask for candy. I feel like they're always the ones sprinting from house to house, shoving little kids out of the way and dumping all the candy into their bags. Like that's okay. If they were like above board with it, I think I would care less. Because often we'll leave a bowl out of candy because we'll go trick or treat with our kids. And we've had people like tell us that, oh, some kids just took the whole bowl. You know, they don't leave any for the other kids. It's almost like to me when you have like a smaller kid play area and it specifically says like kids 12 and older should not be in this play area, but here come the older kids and they make it hard for the younger kids to enjoy it because they're running around and being crazy. And I feel stressed that they're running, run my kid over because they do. And so I think that is true where as long as they're being respectful and being kind to those around them, it's fine. Play by the rules. (laughs) It's not that you're old. It's that you're annoying. (laughs) So as long as the teenagers could not be annoying then it's fine. <laughs> Let's keep this going. I like this unpopular opinions. Thing. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was number one. Actually, that was just, I knew Alan that was, was going to say that. That's a bonus one. <laughs> These are three unpopular parenting choices that we do. The first one that still goes along with Halloween is that we don't monitor sweets for our kids. It is true. I, I mean, I've, Tried in the past and I write their names on their bags and they have their own candy and stuff. And I put it up high, you know, so they can't, it's hard for them to get to. They get it anyway and they eat as much as they want. So just don't fight it. So don't fight it. Next time we have a doctor on the podcast, we should ask if you're going to eat six pounds of candy, is it better to eat it in one night or over six months? Like you're eating the same calories. Mm -hmm. Is it better to spread it out i don't know or like unless like some people do the trick-or-treat fairy or whatever and your kids are sad and whatever but (laughs) if they're gonna eat it (laughs) then does it matter how fast you eat it i mean obviously you can like feed enough you can throw up or whatever our kids have never done that no we've never had like the sweet reactions so yeah curious but we don't do it I know. I just kind of let them eat what they want. And I try to, if I'm noticing that they've been eating a lot, I'm like, okay, that's probably good. But other than that, I just kind of don't pay attention to it because it's a lot of work to try to figure out who's eating what candy all the time when there's five kids. So and we, like, we have other candy, like we have movie night candy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we don't let our kids just eat candy whenever they want. No. But because they feel like they earned it and our kids all have this like possessive issue, <laughs> we just don't fight it. So Halloween, Valentine's Day, Easter, the holiday stuff, yes. I just let them do what they want. But just like the day-to-day. 48 hours of straight sugar. <laughs> I know. And it's gone so fast. Like yes. within a few weeks, all their candy's gone. I'm like, well, at least it's gone now. We don't have to worry about yeah, it. A few weeks is optimistic. <laughs> That's true. Not that long. I mean, the gross stuff kind of lingers. but the Usually I throw that in the trash. Like, no yeah. one's eating this. Get rid of it. Number two for us, and we've talked about this before, is no smartphones or social media. And we don't have an end date for that. We're just going to keep that gravy train running. So I did see an interesting Instagram post from Save the Kids, Inc., if you follow them on Instagram. They recently said, the best thing you can do as a parent is delay giving your kids a smartphone and so, and delay social media as long as you can. That was just- is this a company that's all about 
not using smartphones and social media. Yeah. Like they're just very much like a little self-serving, but yeah, this is, this is the way that they feel like they need to help kids. And so they just say, do it as delay as long as you can. And if your kids already do have a smartphone, make sure that there's boundaries set around tech that your whole family follows and then make sure you're doing regular phone checks. And so that is just something that I don't want to deal with, which is why we don't do smartphones. (laughs) So I don't have to be constantly checking and setting those boundaries at 12 years old. We do do phones. We do do phones and we do true me phones, which we've talked about before. We feel like that's a great option because you cannot do social media and you can also turn off the internet. So it's not even an option for your kids if you want. And if you want to give them internet, then there's a couple different steps you can do. There's a kid safe browser and then there's just regular Chrome, but you get to decide which one your kids have access to. And so you can kind of give your kids a little bit. And the answer is none. Yeah, we just don't do internet right now. I don't feel like our kids need that. Um, But something interesting also that Save the Kids shared was that children are regularly exposed to pornography and harmful content on Instagram. The UK Children's Commissioner report found that 33% of children who had seen pornography saw it on Instagram. So, which which is why another reason why we don't do social media. Which I even think of like as one of the best of social, like yeah the least pornographic social media. And I feel like it's monitored a little bit better than some of the other things, but even still like, but there's, yeah, you can still post bathing suit pictures and whatever else. Oh yeah. It's not like it's clean. It's just not crazy. Right. And so I thought it was interesting. Cammie just for school was doing a project about her digital footprint and she was supposed to do like images on this foot picture (laughs) of the different digital things that she does, whatever she's on. So she's on some things like Marco Polo and she does Duolingo. So there's things that she uses her phone for, but there's no social media on there or anything like that. And she said that the kids around her all had social media. And so she's starting to feel that like, oh, everybody's on this and I'm not. (laughs) And so we're like, good, because it's going to be a while. (laughs) And so we're listening. This is one of our unpopular opinions. I actually, I secretly believe that there's a lot of us that feel this way. I think there's a ton of parents that feel like social media in particular and smartphones to some degree are not good for any of us, let alone our kids. And yet it's like, we're all closet zealots that like are, according to our kids, everybody at school has a phone and has all the social medias and all the things. And I do think that there's a lot, but I don't think it's everybody. I think that there's a lot of people because the lack of a phone isn't very visible. And so I think that's why it like gets overrepresented in our kids' heads. Mm-hmm. But there it is. Yeah. And we do have a special promotion for Trumi right now. So this was, happened last month, but only some people get the special promo code this month. So they're still doing a free phone. It's through the end of October. And the promo code is secret stock. And we'll put it in the show notes. Make sure you click our link for that so we can get credit for it because we wanted them to know that we sent you over there. Um, And if you buy it by the 20th, which is just in a few days, you'll get it before Halloween. So if you want to send a phone with your kid to make sure that you can track them because there is a tracking system on the phone. um, So you can see where they are. You have to order it by the 20th to get it by Halloween. Or now is a good time to get it for Christmas. And so you can get that now. Hold on to it until Christmas and then give it to them if you're thinking about getting your kid a phone. So it's a pretty good deal. This is a pretty good deal. Free phone. Not bad at all. And we've had this phone. 
the Samsung A14 unit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's exactly what I want my kids to have. It's like good, but not great. Yeah. It's not going to be as fast as like Apple phones and stuff like that. But it's also not going to be the end of the world if and when they drop it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> Number three, we don't pay our kids to babysit. We sure don't. <laughs> but we do pay our kids to do other stuff. We do give them an allowance every week. So we feel like this is just part of being in our family is when you're old enough to babysit, you get to babysit. We want you to. And we pay you weekly to get your chores done. So this is just being a tanner. You get to babysit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we have like a great rule for what gets paid and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows exactly what gets paid and that if they want to get paid, they have to do those things. And then everything else is just free mm-hmm. for us. So I tell my kids who are eligible to babysit, I'm like, if you want to get paid, you can go babysit for somebody else because we have some backup babysitters. So <laughs> so you can go get those babysitting jobs and work for your money and we'll use other kids to babysit. <laughs> so true. That's the benefits of having your kids really fast together. They're all kind of growing up at the same time. <laughs> other things, and we've talked about most of these things, but this is just rapid fire. We don't make our kids do homework. We don't. And they're supposed to do reading charts and all the things. And I just, I'm like, it's fine. We don't worry about that. Our kids aren't going to Harvard. (laughs) I just feel like they are at school all day. I just want them to have time to play. And so I just. I think that'll shift as homework gets more real. Yeah. As they become teenagers and the homework's like actually where you do a lot of the learning. Our elementary school doesn't really do homework. And so that's a part of the reason too is like, yeah, we want you to read, but that's about it. And I know other schools are more like, no, you have homework to do, but ours just doesn't. And I think that might be a district wide thing for us, but we just don't really have homework. And so I don't push my kids to do the extra stuff. One of our favorites that we talk about all the time is we put our kids to bed early. Yeah. Because why not? They need it. You need it. Put them to bed. Yeah. We also love that our kids do chores and have responsibilities around the house. I know some people are like, just let your kids be free. And I'm like, nope, (laughs) they need to learn how to work so they can be ready for adulthood. Yeah. When are they going to learn? I hate that. that. (laughs) Absolutely hate that. Don't let your kids be free. (laughs) Teach them to be independent. What's more free than being independent? What's more free than knowing how to make food and clean dishes and do their laundry? I hate that. That is such a stupid idea. Ugh. I know how Alan really feels about it. (laughs) We let our kids choose what they want to wear based on the stuff we buy them. Yeah. And we do pick the clothes that they get. Well, kind of. I take them shopping and we figure it out. We do figure it out together. Like they do have their opinions about what they want. And I, and I approve it. We get veto because we have the money. Yep. I hate that. Like my kids just want crappy clothes. It's like your kids can go naked. (laughs) You bought the clothes, right? Now, our kids do have an allowance. They could spend their money. And if it was that, then I think I would be like, okay, you you do you, man. But if I'm buying the clothes, I get a strong vote. And I put their, we put their clothes in their drawers. And then I don't worry about what they're mi- mixing and matching, whatever. They can wear what they want. And literally one of our kids wears the same pair of shorts every single day. And I can't wait for it to be cold, too cold for him to wear those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> But he loves them so much and he won't wear anything else. So Some of our kids will ask for our opinion on colors and matching and stuff. And others are just full steam ahead doing the dumb things they do. Yep. 
And our last one is, is that we don't do sleepovers. I've just heard enough horror stories about. I think that would have been controversial when we were kids. Now I feel like I don't know that we've ever had a friend ask for a sleepover. Yeah, I do feel like it's more rare. I have seen like I was looking for people's unpopular opinions and people were kind of like sleepovers. Like that was one of my favorite things about my childhood. I can't believe you wouldn't let your kid do that. So I don't know if these people have kids or not, but there's definitely people out there that are still doing it. And it does seem like less and less are though. So we're not the only ones. We let them do late nights. We do late nights. I feel like that, like, why do you need to do the sleep part? Yep. They don't like, they want to sleep anyway. Right. (laughs) So late nights. Yes. Sleepovers. No. So if you disagree with any of these, I'm sure there's a lot of other podcasts you can listen to. Um, (laughs) Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast or find us on our website at ParentingInRealLife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.